Okay, today's Vad was dedicated Lirfu'a Shalema, Nufia Miriam Bat Rivka Hana, Bezat Hashem. In the Zikhut and Limuda Torah and the Zikhut and the Tzedakah, she should have a Rifu'a Shalema Bikarov. Okay, so now we're in the middle of a very deep subject in Madrigas HaOdom, Birur Hamidas, section that deals with Bir Hamidis, and we're in the middle of chapter 5, Perek Hay. Okay? So, in general sense, we're just trying to figure out how to grow, you know? That's why we're here. To figure out how to change, how to fix our midot, how to become better people. And <clears throat> there are many, many areas where a person's lacking, Right? And uh, Madrigas HaOdom, the altar from the Barik, taught us that through one area you could enter through an area and through that area you could come to Tikkun of the other areas as well, right? So for example, <coughs> a person who wants to become a Shalem in Midat HaChesed, okay? Now again, that's a subject in itself, what... Midat HaChesed B'Shlemus is Mechai of a person. Meaning, what the Torah wants from a person to do in order to be a Shalem in Chesed. That's a subject. We see it happening in the story of Rivka. Where the Eliezer asked Rivka, Hagmeini me'at mayim mekadech. And then, and she says, not only will I give you, I'll give your camels, your people, from the Be'er, right? So we see that Midas HaChesed is Mechai of something very, very high. And something difficult for us to understand why Midas HaChesed is Mechai of that. You're a big man, you can take water yourself. Right? I'm three years old. And you're asking me to give you water, and I'm going to the well and drawing water for you and your camels and your men. Okay? So that's a subject why Midata Chesed requires such a tremendous thing, right? Avram Avinu's Chesed also has to be learnt as a sugya, where three people that come dressed as Arabs seem to be Arabs. And the kavod that Abraham gives them, and the amount of food, each one, he has to shecht one cow for each one, you know. And how he behaves, and he stands above them like a waiter, etc., etc. If you learn that parasha with all the protim, you will see what midas hachesed b'shlei musa is mechaev. And it's a subject that has to be learned. However, regarding the subject at hand, we will see that when a person wants to be perfect in Midas HaChesed, he wants to reach the ultimate level of Chesed, to be a Sholem in Chesed with all its Pratim, with all its parts. Like Rabbi Rucham says that if the Chesed of Avram or the Chesed of Rivka would have been lacking even one detail, even one, it wouldn't have been Bishlamus. And that was the aside of others, that the Avot did things 
in the level of perfection. Okay? However, when a person would want to perfect themselves and be the Sachesed, there will be challenges on the way. Where's those challenges are going to be coming from? Okay? Those challenges will come from other Midot, which will stand in the way of trying to perfect yourself in Chesed. So simply, let's say, for example, the Midot of laziness, right? Will come in the way. So you have to be able to overcome that. Means Chesed would require Zirizut, Mahari, Shelosh Seim Ke Mahsolet, Lushi Vasi Ugod, Mahari, Zirizut. For whatever reason, Chesed will re- require that. That will already affect your laziness. And then, not only is it going to affect your lazy, laziness, the way it works, it develops sivarot. When a person is lazy, it comes up with explanations to justify the laziness. Okay? So now, the laziness is going to start to make um, all kinds of chashboinus, you know? They're big people. And if you're going to just let them sit around like a bunch of lebchas and serve them, that's not healthy. It's better to make them do the work themselves. Right? So now it's going to come up with cheshboinus. Midas, and I'm going to explain this in a very deep way with Siat HaDashmaya, of course. Midas, when you have midot, your personality and your character traits and your koiches nefesh also is wired into your intellect. So now everything you do is called hegyoni. Hegyoni means it's logical. It makes sense. Okay? So now, if you want to do midas achesed b'shleimus, that's going to force you to do things what in your natural instinct is going to be illogical. And you're going to have to deal with that. Which I'm going to talk about a little bit more so we understand all the depth there. Right, David? We want to get all the amkis here. It's very important to understand. So again, so if Midas HaChesed B'Shlemus in its perfect state, in its proper way, that the Torah wants, is going to require a person to go so far as what Rivka did. Means what Rivka did wasn't foolish. What Rivka did wasn't like um, a young innocent child who's clueless. The Torah wrote that story to teach us what Chesed is, because the Torah is a teaching sefer. It's a book that teaches Milashon Hora'a. So I'm sure we could write volumes and volumes of stories about Rivka too. If we could write five, six, seven volumes on the Chazon Ish, and five, six, seven volumes on the Chofetz Chaim, we could for sure write five, six, seven volumes on Rivka, right? Torah did not choose to do that. Not about Abraham, not about Yitzchak, not about Yaakov, not about Moshe Rabbeinu, not about anybody. The Torah chose isolated stories about their lives to teach. And our job is to learn. That means we would have to take the, the story that we know of Chesed, 
Avram Avinu's chesed with uh, the third day of his bris when he opened up his house for the for the so-called Arabs, Ishmaelim, and the mice of Rivka with Eliezer and Avram. And from this we're supposed to study what the Midah of Chesed is. Otherwise we're clueless. We will have our own ideas of Chesed. Okay? We'll have our own ideas of Chesed. I once had a Talmud, years, years, years ago, who told me that he wants to work on something, but he for sure doesn't have to work on Chesed. That one he has in the bag. That one he has, that's good. He has to work on something else, right? So I took out a book that has stories about Rav Shach. And it was a crazy Meister Rav Shach. I'm not going to the whole story right now. And then I, I said, that's Chesed. The guy's like, ah, ah. You see, you think you know what Chesed is. You think you know what perfection and Chesed is. Because you... Is like the marshal from the Dubna Magid. The marshal from the Dubna Magid where the, there was a guy who seemed to be such an unbelievable, uh, what do they call it in English? Arch, archery. You know, when the guy shoots the thing, what's it called? What's the name of the guy? Archer? Archer. Archer. Well, Archer. So he's Archer. Archer. Very good. We have some educated individuals in the crowd. So now this guy seemed to be perfect. Why? Because every single arrow was in the bullseye. The thing was in the middle, in the center, right? And then we found out that the guy first shot the arrow, then he drew the picture around it. Then he made the, the circle around it, right? So that's us. What we did is we first decided what we are, and then we make a circle and we say we are the perfect individual. You understand? But maybe if you saw the target in the Torah, your arrow will be far from that target. Correct? So we have to study the Torah, what's called perfection in chesed. What it is. And when you, but the point is that when you're going to try to do chesed, the way the Torah wants you to do chesed, it's going to come into a tremendous friction with the rest of your midot. First of all, you will see when you do real chesed that the recipient of the chesed does not necessarily have any hakarat atof whatsoever. Ah, that's very annoying. Nothing. No hakarat atof. It's a one-way street. Very annoying. So let's see if you really want to do chesed. You realize when you do chesed that people flatter you. Some people flatter you. And that starts to feel good. They start to give you compliments and whatever, right? They start, that feels good. So now you start to lose focus of why you do chesed, right? So many things going away when you start this program. You understand? And the midot of the person starts to make philosophies. He's not worthy of being a recipient of chesed. He's not worthy. This guy's here. That guy's not. Oh, all kinds of things going on. Right? So if a person is working the midah of chesed b'shlemus, he will encounter all his bad midas on the way. Because you can't be have midas of chesed if you're not humble. For sure not. Lo shayach. You can't 
be a Balchesed the way the Torah wants if you're a Baltaipa. Done. Not Nugay. It's not happening. Alright? You can't do these things if you have negative attitudes about people. If you see negative things in people, and you're not machshiv b'nei odom, can't. So many things in the way of midas achesed. So many things that stand in the way of midas achesed. I, but you see people don't work on their midas and they have chesed. Either they have it to a small degree, or maybe they're not even doing chesed. Maybe it's a very self-serving thing. We have a right to be choshed. Not, you're not supposed to walk around being choshed people. But the point is, if Eliezer wanted to see if Rivka was midas achesed, he has to see shlemus. Not degrees of chesed. Because degrees is not a proof. Degrees are not a proof. And even, now this is very deep, I'm going to say something very deep here. Even Mesiris Nefesh is not a proof. Even Mesiris Nefesh is not a proof. You know why? Just like this Mesirut Nefesh in Avoides Hashem, there's also Mesirut Nefesh in Avoides Hataiva. Also. In Avoides Redifus HaKovid, there's also Mesiris Nefesh. Right? The Maral says that Eliezer ben Dordaya, Shamat Alav, he was one of the biggest Balchubas in the world. Okay? But before he became Balchuva, to be the biggest Balchuva in the world, you have to first be the biggest Choyta in the world, you know? <laughs> so this guy, listening, Cohen, this guy, Cherby, with me? He's still in bed. Come. Tashomea. Eliezer ben Dordaya, this guy was, uh, had addiction to Arayot. Okay? He had addiction to arise. It says about him, Shelo heniah zona ahat. He didn't leave one un, untouched. Mejnun, the guy. And in the story of the Gemara, he was traveling to the other side of the world, spending all kinds of money to be able to do this Avera. The Maral says he was Mekayim, what we have to do for Avodah Hashem, right? What do we have to do for Avodah Hashem? Bechol Lavavcha, or Bechol Nafshecha, or Bechol Moidecha, right? Your whole heart, your whole soul, even your life, put your life in danger, and all of your money. He did it for Arias. Then he did Tshuva at that. That's why he's the biggest Baal Tshuva, right? So, what you see from that is, People will make Mesirut Nefesh for Taifa. They will. People will fly to the other side of the world. They fly to China, let's say. It's a far tra- travel. I never did it myself. I never plan on doing it, hopefully. But I spoke to people that did. It's not an easy flight. And then you go to Echvesnish, Cambodia, or Mashu Kazer. En Malechol. You know? So you have to bring a little suitcase with you. It's not so easy to travel with food that's going to last you for three, four, five days, whatever you're there. So you have to bring some tuna fish cans, you know, and some crackers, and eat bitsimsum. Alright? And leave your wife, and leave your kids, and it's a big, uh, mysterious nefesh. Not a portion of mysterious nefesh. So some people are moist nefesh because they have to put food on the table. My ass, 
But some people are doing that mysterious nefesh to be rich. Mysterious nefesh. Mysterious nefesh to make a lot of money. So Taivus Akham this moment also brings out mysterious nefesh in Adam. COVID brings mysterious nefesh in Adam. So if I see a person being moist nefesh for chesed, it's like they're not a proof. Maybe it's the COVID that's driving them. Maybe something else. Mysterious nefesh is also not a proof. We have to know exactly the prescription that the Torah gives what's called Shleimus or Chasen, and that's a proof. Because that prescription, COVID, would not bring out Dallas Pratim. You understand? Because Mysterious Nefesh for COVID in the Chesed will only make Mysterious Nefesh in the Chelek of the Chesed that gives you COVID. Ah! Lo Shalem! Because Shalem is going to have a piece of Chesed, will no, have no covet at all. You understand what I'm saying? Follow what I mean? So you have to really know what Chesed B'Shlemus is, to know that it's Shlemus, and it's not coming from bad midas. Okay? Eliezer knew that sugya. Uyadata sugya azot hetev. He knew it very well. So he saw in her midas chesed B'shlemus. Meaning, he saw Midas HaChesed. That's the Amkis, Rabbi Yisrael. You gotta learn to say it like a Lamdin. It's not that he saw Midas HaChesed B'shlemus. Because it was B'shlemus, he saw Chesed. If it wouldn't be B'shlemus, maybe it's Atzlis. Maybe it's, uh, you know, embarrassment, Kisufa, COVID, he says. Maybe it's COVID. But one prat would be missing. One. One prat. She gave the Eliezer his avodim, but not the camels. Ah, maybe it's covered. Camels can't say thank you. Camels lo yecholim lagit todaraba. Maybe it's not chesed. Yeah, what he's saying? It's a deep zirach. Now, the second zirach that he's saying is, after he saw midas chesed, because it was b'shlemus, he was able to see true, pure, unadulterated chesed, he already knew that all the other midot were fixed. And that we explained. Because the real, true, authentic, genuine, unadulterated chesed is mechaev, all your midot to work. Because then it's going to test all your midot. Always. You understand? That's what he's saying. It's an unbelievable thing. The mitzvah of Ahat Lerecha not an easy mitzvah to do, but also you can get to it from a place of impurity, where it could look like you have after Maybe you just need friends. You know, you can't. Uh, somebody told me he's like a, he's such a nice guy, has so many friends. Like I'll never have a problem. Matter whatever was whole conversation. But so one of his rises is that he has a hookah and he shares with the oil. I told him it's not a right. You can't smoke hookah alone. It's very stupid. You know? It's like a dumb thing, you know? <laughs> you don't do that by yourself. So, it's not a proof. They're not your friends. You need them. They are your utility poles. You understand? They need, you need them. You understand? So it's not so simple. You know? The guy says he's for sure ready for marriage. You know? For sure, 
Right? He hasn't even begun the sugi of Ben Adam Bachaber. So when Hillel Azokin tells this girl, Madesoniloch, Madesoniloch in Beshlemus, it's not an easy thing, Madesoniloch. And it requires tremendous creativity. And it, cre- it requires tremendous simas halev. Now that's a very hard thing to do because most people only think about themselves. That means you can't have this if you're selfish. Impossible. You understand? Like I gave you the marshal the other day. <clears throat> you like when people pay attention to you when you speak, right? For sure. But in the tsura of what a man calls paying attention and the tsura of what your wife calls paying attention is two different tsuras. So I have to make simas halev of the way it comes out in her world. That means I have to pay attention to another human being. That's not so simple to pay attention to another human being. I only pay attention to myself. Now how can I pay attention to another human being? Impossible to pay attention to another human being the way I pay attention to myself. Via hafto, berecha, kamoycho! How do I know my needs? How do I know my feelings? Because I love myself. I mean, that's the given in the Pasuk. You read the Pasuk, Pasuk Shah. Vi ahafto, you shall love, l'reacha kamocha. How do you know you love yourself, you know? That was the given. The given is you love yourself. And because you love yourself, you know yourself. And you're very keen and very focused on yourself and your needs and your sensitivities and your emotions and you know exactly, right? So if you want to do what Hillel said, which is coming from the parasha of Avdechah, see that answers Akasha, because Hillel spoke about Hillel spoke about the negative. Don't do to your friend what you wouldn't want people to do. But the Torah says we positive. You shall love your friend. So he said negative. Don't do negative, right? The Territ says, it's two sides of the same coin. I could only know how not to do to you what you don't want, what I don't want people to do to me if I love you. Why is that? What's the shaykhs? What's the shaykhs? I'm saying deep zakhir, Because how it manifests in your life is different than mine. So the only way for me to understand you and know you is if you love him. If you don't love him, you can't know him. You understand? He's like a piece of wood in front of your eyes. You don't know him at all. Right? A new bocher came to yeshiva recently. And then I told him something about his brains, how they work. Right? He says, how did you touch me up exactly in five minutes of knowing me? You know? He said, I'm right. But he said, how did you do that? You know, like uh, he went in front of therapist too and he had to go to 90 sessions. Well, first of all, I wasn't getting paid, so I didn't have to drag it out, you know. <laughs> but I do a very simple thing. Because if you could, could love somebody, then you could know the person. You understand? When he's far away from you, it takes time to figure it out. You know the halakha by um, Aveda? You know, Aveda is if you lose something, right? So, if I find an Aveda, you have to give me simanim. You have to give me proofs that it's yours, right? But you yourself 
could recognize your item without knowing the siman. Why? Because your item is close to you. So when your item is close to you, you can walk into a room, you can notice your item from far away without having to look to see if it has this thing or that thing, right? Because it's close to you. But to me, it's far. So to me, it's far. I have to give, you have to give simanim to me. Follow? So when someone's far from you, you have to search for simanim. But when someone's close to you, you see it. So you see that in order to be able to do what Hillel said, Madasani, you have to love people. But why don't I want to love people? I have 7,000 meters that's mechaib me not to love people. So you see that when I have to get perfection in one area, I have to fix all the meters. No choice. You got it? We have to stop here. This subject is such an unbelievable subject. It requires so much thought and so much working on, but we only have a short period of time. What are we going to do? David, you have to start coming, you know. Okay.